Blog Talk Radio.
you didn't notice, but God is warming us up on the inside. Amen? So, we're going to have a wonderful time in the Lord today. We're going to have a wonderful time in the Lord. We're going to celebrate Holy Communion and a few other things. Praise God. I pray that your feet are nice and cozy because I don't know how hot the sermon's going to get. Amen. Hot in God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we are thus assembled in your name to give glory and honor to you to give praises to the Lord Jesus, to actually obey the Holy Spirit, and to do all the other things you desire for your saints to do because we're imitating our Heavenly Father in love. We want to thank you for all of our first-time listeners. We pray that they will receive from you, hear from you, and do exactly what you want them to do. We encourage them to join us in our chat room and our chat room is located on our webpage. Our webpage is miracleinternetchurch.com. That's miracleinternetchurch.com. On Sunday, we have combined service, the local church and the internet church. And we thank you, Lord, that our church spreads the globe. It spans the globe. Thank you, Lord. This is a wonderful arrangement that only you could have come up with. We thank you for your foresight and your love and your grace and your power and your mercy and your might. And we thank you for forgiving us of our sins. Because as you know, we did some things wrong. But we came to you and we confessed. And we asked for forgiveness. And we asked you to help us. And so, Lord, we know that we can depend on you to be faithful to us. We lift up to you, Lord, all of those that are coming to our ministry that you're drawing to us. We thank you, Lord, for whatever means you choose to use to do that. We thank you, Lord, that they will come with open hearts and minds because they want to hear from you. We thank you, Lord, for the grace that you have already extended to them. We lift up to you, Lord, the ever-changing circumstances in the ministry. Because it changes without us doing a thing We give you praise We give you glory We give you honor We want to thank you We want to thank you for all that you have done All that you have done And all that you are doing You are working things out on our behalf 
And we trust you to carry us all the way through, Lord. Your grace is sufficient for us. Amen. 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 Now, how dare you not tell me about that at least three weeks ago? You're in trouble. (laughs) You're in trouble. I have a whole closet, and you didn't say a thing. Never mind what I'm talking about. (laughs) And you didn't say a thing. You didn't take nothing. Okay. Pastor has a solution for such. (laughs) Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for solutions, for answers and solutions. I wouldn't have told anybody. (laughs) But now you're getting blasted worldwide. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <sighs> Amen. Praise God. Now, saints, God provides whatever we need when we're not too proud to express the need. Amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise God. So, I, I, was, I was doing the sermon with the Lord this morning. And I thought I was going in one direction, but I didn't go there. I went in another direction. And then I kept going. And the Holy Spirit kept kept showing me another thing and then another thing. So we're just going to eat it, okay? We're going to eat it. We're going to chew it up and swallow it, and then we're going to recast and eat it again and eat it again. You know, cows make milk that way. They take the green grass off the ground. They chew it up, they bring it down, they bring it back up, and they chew it again. And when they finish, you can have white milk or chocolate milk, your choice. (laughs) And maybe even strawberry or banana milk. But we won't get into all of those varieties, now will we? We have some interesting events coming up in the ministry. And they don't allow for chocolate milk. Amen. Next. Moving right along. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Hi, Mom. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. You're doing great. Amen. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Okay, JC. I see the saints are in. Oh, by the way, he was. Margaret's dad was a farmer. Well, good, you're going to like something I'm going to say because it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> anyway, um, the Lord was giving me this other part to the sermon while I was in the bathroom putting my makeup on. And I'm like, okay, that part goes at the front or at the end. He says it goes at the beginning. So we get to find out how this puzzle comes together. But I'm happy to be one more year older. He let me live. He let me live. Some of you should be glad he let you live too. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It's not that we're perfect. It's that he's marvelous. We're not depending on us. We know better than that. It's him we're depending on. Amen. 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 
praise the Lord. And Brother Marshall, thank you very much. Kisses. Amen. Now, that's none of your business. I was talking to Brother Marshall. Now, next. <laughs> We're going to eventually get to Holy Communion. But I want to invite all of our first-time listeners, since you didn't know this in advance possibly, to collect your elements. Amen? You have to have some bread. That's part of it. No, you may not use Oreo cookies. That does not substitute. You have to have some bread. (laughs) You're in trouble already. You have to have some bread. Jesus said he is the bread of life. He is not the Oreo cookie of life, okay? So now we have clarification, and we understand that. Amen? We have clarification. You cannot go down the cookie aisle and tell Jesus, okay, you're the bread of life. That means flour. It's flour and all these cookies. That that won't work. No, he said you have to have some bread, okay? So I'm going to let you go get the bread. So once upon a time on the earth, there's this little boy. And the little boy said, Mom, I don't want to live with y'all anymore. I want to go live with Grandma. Grandma loves her grandbaby. She loves her grandbaby. She tells me she loves me all the time on Auntie's phone. And she cooks. She cooks real food. Her cornbread does not come out of a box from the grocery store. Her cornbread comes because she grinds it up. Hmm. She she, she, She doesn't go get her bacon from the grocery store, she says. She says she's got pigs. Her eggs don't come in a carton. She's got chickens. So, I want to go live with Grandma. She says she's got peanuts and fruit and all kinds of good things where she lives. And I don't want to live here with you anymore because I'm tired of brushing my teeth. I'm tired of taking baths. I'm tired of having to put on my shoes when I don't want to wear them. I'm going to go live with Grandma. Well, really. So Dad pops in the conversation. He was over. He was listening in. And as he was shaving, he starts to explain to son, son, I used to live out there with Grandma. Grandma lives on a farm. You live in the city. Grandma lives way out in the woods next to a holler. And there's no internet out there where Grandma lives. And so all of your games, you can't play out there because she doesn't have any internet. 
That's right. That's the way it is. He said, that's okay. So, Grandma, you know, she still uses a wood stove. She's got some electricity, but she still cooks on a wood stove. You do know that. And, you know, the wood has to get chopped up. He said, that's okay. My mom gets wood from Publix. I'll get some of that. That's okay. So, you know, Grandma lives out there with them chickens, and you have to get up early in the morning and, and feed the chickens. And she's got a cow or two, and they have to get milk. And she's got some roosters and a few other things. And, you know, it's hard work out there where Grandma lives. Work? What is work? The little boy said. And so as Daddy said, it's one of those four-letter words you don't believe in, work. So the little boy says, that, that doesn't matter to me. I said, he said, a few other things you have to understand. Grandma believes that little boys ought to get a bath in a tub. You know, you have to heat up the water to put in the tub to take the bath. You know, Grandma still makes her own soap. Now, you sure that you still want to go live with Grandma? Oh, yes, he said. I'm certain I want to go live with Grandma. He said, there aren't any street lights out there, you know. There's no red lights. There's no stop signs out there where Grandma lives. It'll just be you and Grandma and you other folks, I'm okay. I'm fine. All right. Well, Saints, I have a question for you. Are you certain? Are you absolutely certain that you still want to go home to be with Jesus? Are you sure about it? Because you see, some of this stuff you've been doing on earth, you can't do this in the kingdom. Jesus isn't just going to hang out on this planet where you live. He got a place called heaven. And things run different in heaven than they do on earth. So you need to make up your mind. Because see, there's work involved to get to heaven. Mm-hmm. There's some work involved, and somebody's got to do it. Just just like this little boy who made up his mind. He wanted to go stay with Grandma because things appeared to be better with Grandma. I want you to make sure that you still want to go home to be with Jesus because Jesus lives a long way from where you live now. And it's going to take some work. Understand? So I'm glad you enjoyed the story about the little boy. But you need to make sure. Because you see, things work different in heaven than they do on earth. Amen? Amen. We got that now? Great. See, Lord, I told you they'd swallow. <laughs> Praise the Lord. 
yourself, Father, in the name of Jesus. One of the things that we have to do is we have to repent of our sins. We have to if we want to go to heaven. Yes, Grandma loved her grandchildren. And yes, you love us. But it's some things we've got to do. Some things we've got to do different. Amen? Amen. Amen. We shall proceed by repenting of our sins. Heavenly Father, there are things that happened this week that maybe we shouldn't have said what we said. Or maybe we shouldn't have thought what we thought. But we're coming before you now. And we're repenting. We're turning away from our wicked way, just like you said in the Bible. And we're coming before you knowing that you love us and knowing that you want us to repent of our sins. It gives you pleasure when we turn from our own wickedness to the right way that you have set out for us. So we're agreeing with you that you were right and we were wrong. We were wrong for that. And we thank you for hearing our prayer. We thank you for washing our sins away and putting them far, far away from us. We thank you for teaching us how to embrace your way and not the way we usually do it. We thank you, Lord, for helping us to grow into the likeness of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father. We thank you for every opportunity that we have to repent, because to tell you the truth, we don't know how many opportunities are left. So we're going to take advantage of every single one of them. And we thank you for the grace of repentance. There is somebody in the Bible that looked for it and couldn't find it. So we're grateful to have the grace of repentance from you. We thank you, Lord. Now, each of us are going to tell you what we need to say. And we're going to start right now. Father, we cast all of our cares upon you because we know that you truly do care for us. Amen? Amen. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of Christ? For we being many are one bread and one body, for we are all partakers of that one bread. 
For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, thank you, Lord, he broke it and said, Take eat. This is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Partake of the bread. After the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Partake of the cup. Thank you, Lord. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. That means dead. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Take, therefore, no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Father, we thank you for today, a day which you have made. Each day is a gift from God in love. We will rejoice and be glad in it, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. We press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You are our ever-present help, O Lord. Because you are always there, we will set you continually before us. Because you are at our right hand, We will not be moved. Therefore, our hearts are glad and our glory rejoices in you, Father, and we will rest in your hope. You are showing us the path of life each step of the way. O Lord, keep thy saints from association with any wicked work going in our own simplicity and knowing not anything. In your presence, we find fullness of joy every moment of this day. And your right hand, and at your right hand, we're experiencing 
pleasures forevermore. Thank you, Father. Grant to us your grace to make the most of every moment today and help us to seize every opportunity that comes our way. We will redeem the time today and we will walk purposefully and in wisdom as you reveal your will to us. Today, Father, we will trust in you with all our heart, leaning not to our own understanding. In all our ways, we will acknowledge you and we depend on you to direct our path. And everybody said amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. Praise God. So today, say today, we're going to talk about an interesting subject. And the title is Deceived by the Lie. Deceived by the Lie. L-I-E, not L-Y-E, L-I-E. Amen? Deceived by the lie. Well, how could that happen? We're going to find out. Amen? We're going to find out. Jeremiah. Jeremiah's going to talk a little bit, and I'm, I'm going to say it my way, okay? It may sound a little bit scary, but Jesus is with us. Amen? So, curse. Curse. The Lord says, curse is the man who puts his trust in mortal man and turns his heart away from God. He is like a stunning shrub in the desert with no hope for the future. He lives on the salt-encrusted plains in the barren wilderness, and good times pass him by forever. Who wants good times to pass him by forever? I don't. But blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and has made the Lord his hope and confidence. He's like a tree planted along a riverbank with its roots reaching deep into the water. A tree not bothered by the heat nor worried by long months of drought. Its leaves stay green and it goes right on producing all its luscious fruit. The heart is the most deceitful thing there is and desperately wicked. No one can really know how bad it is. Only the Lord knows. He searches all hearts. Say, the Lord searches my heart and examines deepest motives so he can give to each person his right reward according to his deeds how he has lived. Wow. So no, you don't get away with it. Okay? You don't I know you thought you got away with it, but you don't. Amen? Because we have to give God an account for what we do, don't we? Amen. You know, if you really think about what God has said, it can sound a bit scary. But don't be alarmed, saints. Jesus Christ the righteous has already given his life for our sins. We just celebrated that. Amen? Amen. Okay, so we mess up, but he'll fix it if we do right by him. Amen? Amen. When we mess up, 
he will fix it. But we have to do right by him. Yes, that is so. We have to treat Jesus right. Amen? Amen. Amen. He is for us. He will help us. He will turn again. He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities. And he will cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. What scripture is she on, Brother Bill? She's on Micah chapter 7, verse 19. Micah chapter 7, verse 19. He will turn again. He will have compassion upon us. He will subdue our iniquities. And thou wilt cast all their sins into the depths of the sea. Sounds good, doesn't it? Okay, I'm glad you liked it. Lord, you are merciful. You will have compassion on us. You will subdue our iniquities, and you will tread our sins beneath your feet. You will cast all of our sins into the depths of the sea, and you will set your love upon us. Amen. But saints, we cannot hold on to sin and hold on to Jesus at the same time. Something must be forsaken. And in addition to this, how can you turn from a wicked way that you are not really aware of? How can you? Turn from a wicked way that you don't realize is wicked. That would mean we're going to need some knowledge from God. Amen? Okay. Remember when you were much younger Christian and you always did a certain thing a certain way and suddenly you started hanging out with Christians and you found out that was wrong. And you were shocked. Hmm. Well, it can still happen. Amen? It can still happen. It can still happen. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 4. What does this scripture tell us? Well, it says, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth? And to come, come is an action word, unto the knowledge of the truth. You got to land somewhere, the knowledge of the truth. Amen? Amen. This scripture tells us that God, our Savior, would have all men to be saved and to come, come, come into the knowledge of the truth. So our salvation is directly connected to us knowing 
and acknowledging the truth. Right? Amen. Our salvation is directly connected to us knowing and acknowledging the truth. Yes, truth about God and about ourselves. Mm, that's right. Second Timothy reminds us that perhaps God will grant to us repentance when we acknowledge the truth. Yes, when we admit that the word of God is true. When we relinquish our pride and confess in humility. Yes, when we submit ourselves to the authority of the word. This implies that we may be reluctant for God to uncover something that we might have kept secret. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But we must understand that all things are naked and open before his eyes. He desires for us to worship him in the spirit of truth, not denial. Mm-hmm. Our Savior is seeking to prepare us to be ready when he comes. If we hold on to our sin, we halt the process. Amen. And some of us, no, I can just about say all of us, have done that before. And then we find out how wrong that was, and then we stop doing that. And we've done this a few times in our lives. Yes, Pastor. Amen. 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 David said in 2 Samuel, chapter 24, verse 10. 2 Samuel, chapter 24, verse 10. 2 Samuel, chapter 24, verse 10. And David's heart smote him. After that, he had numbered the people. And David said unto the Lord, I have sinned greatly in that I have done. And now I beseech thee, O Lord, take away the iniquity of thy servant. For I have done very foolishly. Amen? I have done very foolishly. So it seems to me that David finally got the point that he was wrong. And many of us have been wrong and still missed the point. God is coming to help us. If we are willing to be helped. Amen? Amen. Amen. You see, David had to realize, he had to come to an understanding that he'd done something that really displeased the Lord. You 
know when he was making up his mind about it, one of his servants tried to indicate to him that that was not the best option. But he brushed that person right off and went right on with his idea. Amen? And we do it too. Your mother says to you, you know, you need to wear something a little different today. And you go, I feel fine. And you march right on doing your thing. And then later on in the day, you find out that she was right. Mmm, it's just that simple. It's just that simple. What have you done? You've hardened your heart against her counsel. And we do that with God all the time, all the time. We turn our hearts away from godly counsel and wisdom. We don't think of it that way at the time, but that's what we're doing. Amen? Amen. It's just the truth. Most times we sin without realizing how utterly wicked our sin is, nor the full consequences of our disobedience. I used to call this teenage mentality until I started pastoring. Then I realized it's not teenage, it's just human. Amen? You get godly counsel from a proper authority. But you think there's no need to listen to that. You got it down. And so you march on your little way until. You see, that's what happened to David. He had an until. And then he had to understand when he saw the consequences. When he saw the judgment of God, that he really was very, very, very wrong. Amen? Saints, we must develop a love for the truth about ourselves. We can't pretend that we don't have any weaknesses, any faults, any flaws. We would be telling a lie. Amen. And God desires truth in the inward part. Isn't that right? Amen. So let's go to the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 32. The Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 32. The Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 32. And Jesus says to us even today, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Well, you said that you wanted to be delivered, didn't you? Amen. You did say that. So, on the way there, you must come to the knowledge of the truth about yourself from your Savior. That's right. 
We all have to do this because we really do want to go live with Jesus. We really do. So, in Psalm 18, verse 28, we find some solace and some comfort. Psalm 18, verse 28. Psalm 18, verse 28. For thou will light my candle. The Lord, my God, will enlighten my darkness. I think I'm walking around in the light, and the Lord goes, not quite. Not quite. Amen? Amen. That was interesting. I typed that same scripture twice. All right. Let's go to Psalm 112. Amen. Psalm 112. And verse 4. Psalm 112, verse 4. Psalm 112, verse 4. Unto the upright there arises light in the darkness. Unto the upright, there arises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. So there's hope, right? Amen. But if we cling to our own opinion of our own rightness, we lean on the flesh and not upon our God. We lean on the flesh and not our God. There is no strength in rightness which is proclaimed by self. There is no strength in rightness which is proclaimed by self. The designation of rightness comes only from the righteous one himself. Amen? Amen. So, let's visit, amen, did I skip one here? I might have. Let's visit 2 Corinthians, chapter 3, verse 5. Second Corinthians chapter three verse five. Second Corinthians chapter three verse five. This is an interesting scripture. If you think you're the greatest, it'll help you straighten up your thinking. If you have pride issues. If you have judgmentalism issues, if you think you're such a suchy much, if you think you're a know-it-all, if you're high-minded, this scripture has come to your rescue. 
2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 5. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves. I'll say that part again. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves. Remember we're done? Remember that part? But our sufficiency is of God. See, he was looking out for us. He knows about it. Our sufficiency is not in us. It's in God. And we need to let that sink all the way in. Go all the way. Amen? Amen. 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 So God says, my people sin as though commanded to, as though their evil were laws chiseled with an iron pen or a diamond point upon the sto- their stony heart, and their children do not forget to sin. Hmm. I can look at my own family and see that. <laughs> I don't know about you. I can look at my own and see that. We bring ourselves once again under the curse when we choose to make flesh our support and in doing so depart from the Lord. Amen? We do it to ourselves. And then we want to blame it on the demon. Mm-hmm. Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3. Brother Bill's over there trying to beat me to verse 5, but I'm already here. Proverbs chapter 3, beginning with verse 5. You should know this one by heart. Amen. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Amen. Amen. We're learning to practice that, Lord. Yes, saints, it even affects your health. It even affects your health. Much suffering in the realm of mental, physical, and spiritual health is directly related to our sins and iniquities. And it is so. But we have been redeemed, saints. We've been redeemed. Jesus didn't leave us in the mud. We've been redeemed. We prefer to deal with the shoe and overlook the root. What do you mean? Okay. In your yard, you've been trying to grow the prettiest lawn in the neighborhood. However, you have this invasive plant, this
descending shoots out everywhere, all over the earth, here, there, everywhere, everywhere you look, just going wild. And here you are in the yard chasing down the shoots, trying to cut them all off, just trying to get, trying to find every shoot and trying to cut every one off. Just, you just go into town. I mean, you working up a sweat. I tell you, I ain't seen you work that hard in a long time. That's what the angel said. And so the Lord says something a little different about this situation. And you say, well, no, I'm going to Ace Hardware, and I'm going to get me something to kill this mess up. That's not how the Lord wants to do it, bright one. Remember we said, and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Okay. So God may not want to go to the age hardware. How about that? How about that? Amen. You busy chasing shoots and overlooking the roof. God differs from us in this. He is calling us to come alongside him so that we can deal with the roof. Saints, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit is our helper. We are not alone. He will help us. God is for us. He is for us. You want to spend money at Ace Hardware? God has a better idea. Romans chapter 8, verse 31. Romans chapter 8, verse 31. Romans chapter 8, verse 31. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Well, I have an answer for that. Well, we can choose to be against our own selves. Or we can choose to be joined to God and for ourselves. Again, I say to you, church, self-reliance causes us to swerve aside from God, our creator. You know swerve. You met him. Turning aside abruptly from a straight course. Swerve. You know. You know about that one. Swerve is a replacement for the original course of discharge. You know, you was a teenager and you got sent to the store. But somehow you swerved and went by that girl's house. And it took you too long to get back home. And you knew you was in hot water, but you didn't care. Mm-hmm. Swerving. It'll get you in trouble sometimes, you know. Amen. Say, Lord, get pastor off of this. <laughs> this is most dangerous activity. I once had a saint to tell me while we were at the hardware store 
to do with this or that, and you don't have to fast. Can you believe somebody would say that to me? It's real interesting. Well, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 9, verse 15, Matthew chapter 9, verse 15, Matthew chapter 9, verse 15, and Jesus said unto them, can the children of the bride chamber mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken from them, and then shall they what? Thank you. Jesus said, but the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken from them. And then they shall, thank you, Mark chapter 20, verse 2. But the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken away from them. And then shall they what in those days? Amen? Mark two twenty. I might have said that. Okay, now we know I can read backwards. (laughs) Luke chapter 5, verse 35. I didn't know I had that gift. Luke chapter 5, verse 35. We're in Luke now. But the days will come when the bridegroom shall be taken away from them. And then shall they what in those days? Praise the Lord. The Holy Spirit decided to put it in all, in three of the four Gospels. What do you think of that? So who is right? Rebellion or Jesus the righteous one? Daniel. Daniel had something to say. Daniel chapter 9, verse 3. Daniel. Daniel chapter 9, verse 3. Daniel chapter 9, verse 3. And Daniel said the following, And I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplication with Really? It starts with an F. I'll give you a clue. It starts with an F. And I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. At least I don't tell you to do ashes, now do it. Amen. Well, the psalmist said in Psalm 35, verse 13, the psalmist said in Psalm 35, verse 13, but as for me, when they were sick, my 
clothing with sackcloth. I humbled my soul with fasting, and my prayer returned into mine own bosom. Mm-hmm. My, you mean he had to fast too and humble his soul? Yes. Seems like it was it was necessary. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 17, verse 21. Matthew chapter 17, verse 21. Matthew chapter 17, verse 21. How be it this kind goeth not out, but by what? Really? Really? Let me look at that again. How be it, this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. Really? You mean some of that stuff in your life isn't going to go if you don't fast? Did Jesus say that? Do you think he was right? Wow. What about that? Mark chapter 9, verse 29. Mark chapter 9, verse 29. Mark chapter 9, verse 29. And he said unto them, This kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. Can it get any clearer? No. (laughs) Amen. You understand some of that mess you've got ain't going till you do it. You got that? You got that? All right. Now we got that. Let's go talk to Jonah. Let's see what Jonah found out. Jonah found out something in Jonah chapter 3. Jonah chapter 3, beginning with verse 4. Jonah had an experience. He had quite an experience. (laughs) Amen. Jonah had an experience. Jonah chapter 3, beginning with verse 4. You lost Jonah? I'll help you find it. Okay. Jonah is in the Old Testament. It goes Ezekiel, Daniel, Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, and Jonah. Amen. Jonah chapter 3, verse 4. And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey. And he cried and said, Yet forty days, and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh did something. They didn't just look at him and go, boy, he sure does smell. They did something else. The people of Nineveh believed God. Important thing to remember. And proclaimed a fast. And put on sackcloth. From the greatest of them, even to the least of them. 
For the word came unto the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne, and he laid his robe from him, and covered him with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. Amen. You see, saints, whether it is fasting or some other issue, swerving aside is the very first step which leads to idolatry. The Bible says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. We'll get back to that another day. Who hold the truth in unrighteousness because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were they faithful, but became vain in their imagination, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. That's serious. When you're dealing with God, that's extremely serious. It takes serious to a whole nother level. You see, they didn't glorify him as God, which means they didn't honor him in any obedience. They didn't honor his authority. They weren't thankful. Okay, that's dangerous. They went off the deep end in their own imagination, their own foul thoughts. And so resultingly, their foolishness in their hearts caused darkening in their hearts. Mm-hmm. They were opening their mouths, professing that they had it all, knew it all, and they knew all this, and they know all that, and you don't need to tell me this because I already know this, you know? Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. You can't tell me what to do with my body. Ain't no old man or no bitch going to tell me what to do with my body. Well, whoever said it was your body. One thing about it, when you die, you cannot turn around to your body and say, come on, we're going. If you think you can, I want to come watch you do that. I want you to lay down one day and say, okay, I'm ready to die, and then die. And then I want you to get up out your body, turn around and look at your body and say, come on, I'm ready to go now. I want to see that. Amen. I want to see that. Make sure I'm not I'm not buying no tickets. I'm just gonna show up. Okay. I want you to know that. I want you to know that now. I ain't buying no ticket to that. Just get that through your head. You see, God knows people. So they became deceived by the lie of their own ability and their own sufficiency and trusting in their own merit. Just as Cain did. 
Cain's descendants likewise trusted in their own abilities, sought to help themselves. They sought help in themselves and resultingly swerved and severed from the presence of God. That's dangerous. First Kings chapter 11. First Kings chapter 11, beginning with verse 1. First Kings chapter 11, beginning with verse 1. First Kings chapter 11, beginning with verse 1. But Solomon loved many strange women, together with the daughter of Pharaoh, women of the Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Zidonians, and Hittites. Of the nations concerning which the Lord said unto the children of Israel, Ye shall not go into them, neither shall they come in unto you. For surely they will turn away your heart after their God. Solomon clave unto these in love. Remember when I told you infatuation was a demon? It is. And he had 700 wives, princesses, and 300 concubines. Now, how many days are there in a year? Okay, you get the point. And his wives turned away his heart. For it came to pass when Solomon was old, that his wives turned away his heart after other gods. And his heart was not perfect with the Lord his God as was the heart of David his father. For Solomon went after Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Zidonians, and after Milcom, the abomination of the Ammonites. And Solomon did evil in the sight of the Lord and went not fully after the Lord, as did David his father. Then did Solomon build a high place for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, in the hill that is before Jerusalem. Before, before Jerusalem. And for Molech, the abomination of the children of Ammon, and likewise did he for all his strange wives, which burn incense and sacrifice unto their God. And the Lord was angry with Solomon because his heart was turned from the Lord God of Israel, which had appeared unto him twice, not once, twice, and had commanded him concerning this thing that he should not go after other gods, but he kept not that which the Lord commanded. Wherefore the Lord said unto Solomon, For as much as this is done of thee, and thou hast not kept my covenant and my statutes, which I have commanded thee, I will surely rend the kingdom from thee, and will give it to thy servant. Worthy. Idolatry. Mm -hmm. Yes, Cain's descendants ended their connection.
connection with the presence of God. Really? That's right. To to sever something means to cut completely through it or to cut it completely off. Psalm 37, verse 9. Psalm 37, verse 9. Psalm 37, verse 9. For evildoers shall be cut off. For evildoers shall be cut off. But those that wait upon the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. Verse 22, Psalm 37, verse 22. Just take your finger down the page. Psalm 37, verse 22. For such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth, and they that be cursed of him shall be cut off. So when the word says, and lean not to thine own understanding, in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths, these are life-saving words. These are life-saving words. For our hearts are deceitfully wicked. Do we even know them? Do we even know our own hearts? Yet he says, my people have rebellious hearts. They have turned against me and gone off into idolatry. Saints, aren't you aware? that humans can come under a satanic influence by the power of suggestion? Don't you yet know that? Eve did it that way, and so have many of her descendants. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? That's a satanic power of suggestion. Okay? That's what that is. That's a satanic power of suggestion. In your own situation, have you sought the faith of the Lord? to discover and learn what the will of the Lord is? Well, let's see. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 34. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 34. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 34. Blessed is the man that heareth me. 
watching daily at my gate, waiting at the post of my door. That's what God says. Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gate, waiting at the post of my door. Psalm 27, verse 14. Psalm 27, verse 14. Psalm 27, verse 14. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. He shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. But, 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 wait, I say, on the Lord. But I've got to make a decision by Wednesday. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Psalm 37, verse 34. Psalm 37, Verse 34, Psalm 37, verse 34, wait on the Lord and keep his way, keep his way, but they say if I buy this gold now, I'll get it for a good price, wait on the Lord and keep his way, and he shall exalt thee to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, thou shalt see it. But they say the interest rates are going to go up higher, and I need to just jump in now. Wait on the Lord. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 22. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 22. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 22. Say not thou. I will recompense evil, but wait on the Lord, and he shall save thee before you get yourself in jail. Amen. So you get yourself in some hot water. Say not thou, I will recompense evil, but wait. On the Lord, and he shall save thee. Saints, the superstitious acts of unbelief act upon the unconscious motives in the depths of the soul. I'll say it again. The superstitious acts of unbelief act upon the unconscious motives in the depths of the soul. These sins of the soul govern our everyday judgment and action. People of every nation experience guilt, depression, and even suicidal thoughts due to the emotional consequences of sin. However, sin affects our Spirit as well. It leads to spiritual death. It breaks off our relationship with God and it opens a pathway for our souls and minds to become to come under the spell of Satan. 
we become bewitched, so to speak, to the fantasy of our sin. Dangerous, 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 dangerous when saints try to reach us with their pleas and we cannot understand what they are saying to us. We hear their words, but their words do not awaken us to our true state of sin. You know, you're doing your thing and God tells somebody, maybe somebody you know, maybe not. Go over there and say to so-and-so, such and such. And so they come over to you and they say just what God told them to say. But you can't receive a thing rolling out of their mouth because you're just too enraptured with your own sin. We plunge headlong into danger. This is a plea to the saints to strip ourselves of our own flavor of hypocrisy. When we humbly return to God, he will return to us. We must confess that we have trusted in ourselves and not always in our God. So in our sin, we have, whether deliberately or not, whether deliberately or not, entered into a contract with Satan. Mm-hmm. What? Yes. When we turn from the Lord, that's what we get. Obedience really does matter. When we turn from God's truth, there is nothing but lies at our disposal. You know, you're so smart. I do it myself. Well, if God won't do it for me by now, I'll get up and I'll just do it myself. Okay. We thereby place ourselves under the control of lying spirits and evil spiritual powers. In the very same manner, through faith in God's word, we enter by God's spirit into close and intimate fellowship with God. Either you're going to believe the devil or you're going to believe God. When you turn from God, there's nobody else there but the devil. God's light or Satan's darkness. What fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an unbeliever? You know, some of us have still been cozying up with the unbeliever. You're going to the wine and cheese thing with the unbelievers. You know they're all unbelievers. No, you're go. They're going to the coffee shop. You you got to go with the unbelievers. 
Well, the Bible says, or what part has he that believeth with an unbeliever? You're going to date her no matter what, even though she's an unbeliever. Well, maybe I can win her to Christ. All right, now. And what agreement has the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God, as God has said, and I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. When we sin, we partner with Satan. We embrace a contract-like relationship with Satan, becoming a prisoner of the powers of darkness. The one who turns from God and relies on any other becomes a partner with the powers of evil. Now say, You do realize that at one time, Beyonce and Britney Spears and many others were once Christians. They used to go to church every time the doors opened. They used to study their Bible all the time. What they are now, they weren't back then. How we go about attaining our dreams does matter. This is serious, thing. Romans chapter 6, beginning with verse 15. Romans chapter 6, beginning with verse 15. Romans chapter 6 beginning with verse 15. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace? God forbid. Know ye not that to whom ye yield yourselves servants to obey, his servants ye are to whom ye obey whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered to you. Amen? Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. No, man shall not live by bonuses only. 
but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Amen. Amen. Leviticus chapter 20, verse 26. Leviticus chapter 20, verse 26. Leviticus chapter 20, verse 26. Amen. And ye shall be holy unto me, for I the Lord am holy and have severed you, severed you, severed you from other people. God has completely cut you away from other people. Why would God do that? That ye should be mine. That's why. So I'll ask you this question again. Are you sure? Are you certain that you want to go live with Jesus in heaven forever? Well, you got some decisions to make. Amen? And you got to back it up with some action. Amen? Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Your homework is to recast the message and let the Holy Spirit rub it into you. Mm-hmm. Let him rub it into you. Amen. Because he's serious about this. When God starts cheering while I'm writing the sermon, he's serious about this, okay? <laughs> okay. Do <laughs> you get the point now? <laughs> are, 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 you, are you getting it now? <laughs> Good. I'm glad because I want you to get it. Amen? I want all of us to get it. Because you see, Jesus is coming soon, isn't he? And we don't know how many more times we get to repent of our sins. Now, do we? So we're going to make the very best of each opportunity, aren't we? Praise the Lord. Very good. Amen. Father, we thank you for this word. We ask you to help it go deep in us. We forbid the devil from coming to steal anything from us that you said to us. We punch that devil right in the face in Jesus' name. No. We're going to keep our armor on. We need it. We're going to acknowledge what you have said in the word. You have supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory, and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So we're casting down all those imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God, and we're bringing every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Amen. We thank you for providing divine help as we walk in it. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, and all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, decisions, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, 
and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their wicked powers. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy. In the name of Jesus, we pull down all, yes, we do. We pull down all demonic thrones, and we bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to a strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, reporters, watchers, peeps, whispers, familiar, electronic, digital technology demons, and all of their attacks. We bind Leviathan spirits and Kundalini spirits and brainwashing spirits and their attacks. We bind all water, marine spirits, sex devils, and their attacks, unclean spirits, and their attacks. Passive devils and their attacks, sorcery devils and their attacks, seducing, womanizing spirits, boredom spirits and their attacks, harlotry spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer and their attacks, electromagnetic attacks we bind, smart technology and techno-paganism and mind control by the occult. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, Pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations which are demons. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We bind all targeted radio frequency pulse weapons and their attacks, the Havana syndrome brain changes. All remote viewing, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust and drone spirits, all sonic and audio weapons. Thank you, Lord. All microwave attacks and microwave frequency weapons, 5G and all of its components. We take authority, dominion, and power over any entity being a weapon against us from what we call outer space or from another galaxy. We take authority, dominion, and power over all orbits that bring weaponry against human beings. We take authority, dominion, and power over every star or every satellite or every, uh, every station on a planet that is used in weaponry against human beings. We take authority, dominion, and power over the evil work of the global positioning system in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over the work of the cell towers, the satellite systems, the satellite systems, plural, and the use of our technology and electronic devices against us in the name of Jesus. We reject that, and we return it to sender in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, 
We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Islander, indigenous, tribal, witchcraft, and occultism. We take authority, dominion, and power over the works, beliefs, and thoughts, and methods of every cult, every coven, and every conclave in the name of Jesus. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind cults and covens of witches, warlocks, wizards, witch doctors, sorcerers, diviners, and even pagans in Jesus' name. We bind the conclaves. We bind the conclaves in its thoughts, its patterns, its agenda. We bind its globalistic outreach of all the conclaves that come under the heading of the Illuminati in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over the works, the powers, and the manipulations of non-governmental organizations to bring about the work of Satan and the earth in Jesus' name. We bind you. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness. We send you into the spiritual cage and to the feet of Jesus for judgment. Thank you, Lord. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them into their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity, low levels of dopamine. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect, all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind the spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind spirits of, of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the grove, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, bewitch, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of injected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind false flags. We bind the bondage of generations of fools, the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind food lust, addictions, and gluttony. We return to sender according to the covenant, all and every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, blood rituals, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, 
ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, bow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us, no demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender, all witchcraft attacks through channeling and the satellites against the website and app, binding all abortion as a magical ritual, binding all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, jujus, hexes, vexes, and such, all tribal witchcraft against us in Jesus' name, all Chaldean witchcraft, return to sender in Jesus' name, all Spanish witchcraft, return to sender in Jesus' name, breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ, binding superficial religious acts, and every act of sexual sin, binding magic spells for love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charms, high magic, and folk magic spells, binding the demons of energy, boomeranging their wicked works upon them, binding all magical language, magic signs, magic patterns, even in numbering, binding synchrony. By the way, you married folk, I pray that before you enter into conjugal rites, that you pray first and do deliverance later. Amen, amen, amen. 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 Binding and caging Poseidon and all other underwater demons and stripping them of their crowns and powers, sending them, transferring them to Jesus Christ because all power belongs to God. Binding all conjurations and summonings of demons. Binding Jewish black magic mysticism, magic writings, artifacts, Binding the essence of magic and Jewish magic by practitioners, amulets, bowls, precious stones, incantations, divining practices, magic spells, potions, and the gold. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient art, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, Make-Believe, Fantasy, fables, enchantments, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors and the spirit and the children of disobedience. Binding martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic practices and spirits, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem. Oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over all the spirits of pride and leviathan. We bind you in Jesus' name, throw you into the spiritual cage, and off to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind our human, demonic blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding, nature worship, deception, idle mind, unfocused mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, idle mind, unfocused mind, rioting, Abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, violence, and temptation to sin in Jesus' name. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, 
Rurke de Rebrishele de Diosur, Rakisa Tarabrike de Rosola de Akia, Shia Tarabaro, Mole, Vesele, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Isis, Osiris, on and all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72, and we chain you with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins, and dolls, hot and cold spots. Now, if you've had a demonic weapon sent against you, we're undoing that right now. Amen. We undo the work of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, vaginal vices, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, designs, signals. And we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. Thank you, Jesus. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, work of errors, foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled, and we return all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. We break the powers of every Masonic ritual in Jesus' name. All the rituals, rites, ceremonies, pledges, pacts, and vows, we bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grip, Freemasonry, their charters, and the rituals of every secret society in Jesus' name. We bind all the traditions and customs rooted in sin, and we denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcrafts back on their own heads, as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, undo heavy burdens, let the oppressed go free to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Father, in the name of Jesus, we command every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, transferred to us, to leave us now. Amen. We bind every demon coming across computer lines, phone lines, any line. In the name of Jesus, and we send them to your feet for judgment. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem and everywhere else. We pray for kings and all who are in authority and all true Christians, especially Christians that are being persecuted and were left behind in Afghanistan or someplace else. We take authority, dominion, and power over the unrighteous persecution of the January 6th prisoners. 
we ask for your protection for them. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Father, we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus and our mode of transportation, whatever that may be. We thank you for it. We thank you that you have dispatched your angels ahead of us and protected us. We cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over demons of the night, bad dreams, weird dreams, strange dreams, pizza dreams, nightmares, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams, and we command them to stay away. We ask for giant warrior angels to protect us, and we thank you for the wall of fire of protection that you have given us with your own glory in the midst. We thank you for angels with linking shields, Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you for your praising angels in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, anything sent to us by the enemy. We pull it out right now, right now, right now, right now. We pull it out right now. You know, some of you, they have made effigies of you. They got a voodoo doll somewhere, and they poke it in your private. You want to pull that pen out, or you just want to keep feeling it? Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We cut and burn all ungodly silver coins, ley lines, and sever from ourselves ungodly soul ties. You got a vice where it don't belong? Well, pop it. Break it. Vices can be broken. Attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consent, garlands, vows, pledges, tax, leagues, and other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We tear down. We destroy walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, witch doctors, divinators, and liars in Jesus' name. We break the power of charms, love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, sorcery, magic, voodoo, brain, frequency, meditations, mind control, bewitchments, potions, jinxes, death, sickness, torment, pain, destruction, psychic warfare, psychic powers, incense and candle burning, ungodly blessings, chanting, crystals, root work, tribal rituals and sins, anything hurled at us from the enemy's camp. We reject it in Jesus' name, and we send it back in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We don't have to take the junk of the devil. That's not what we're called to do. Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we take hold of the blood of Jesus, and we break the power of all the witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, sorcerers, Wiccans, pagans, and any other sort, and all of their rituals cut off of us in Jesus' name. With the blood of Jesus, we erase all evil lines that they may have placed on our body, soul, will, or emotions in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for divine erasure. Amen. We return. We send back. We reject spirits of hate. Spirits of rejection, spirits of bitterness, murder, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, blindness, bondage, heaviness, fear, cursing, 
We send it back in Jesus' name. We bind the enemy's interference in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we place ourselves and our family members under the protection of the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We can't be there with them 24 hours a day, Lord, but you can. You can. You can rescue them. Rise to the benediction, church. You did very good today. Pastor's proud. You did very good in church today. Amen. Amen. Now, don't forget, you need to recast the message so the Holy Spirit can put it, lock it down in you because you got to live this out. Amen. And the very God of peace sanctify you holy. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I release the love of the covenant with Jesus Christ upon every member of Miracle Outreach Ministries in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, 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 and amen. Praise the Lord. Pastor loves you, church. Let's let's keep doing what is right. Jesus has got us on a great path. Amen. We're going to have the opportunity to see him when this war is over. Amen. We're going to get to see him face to face. And we don't want to mess that up. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I knew you'd agree with me. Talk to you on Wednesday. Thank you.